Welcome to the AFW College Podcast. We're back with more encouraging content to help you walk faithfully with Jesus during your college years. My name is Jordan Ramirez, and God has blessed me again this morning to be in the midst of our wise college pastor, Dr. Ben Moss himself. Ben, how are you doing this morning? You ready to bring another word to these students? Man, I'm pumped this morning. I am so ready, Jordan. I'm excited to be with you, and I'm excited about this conversation. Yes, it's going to be good. And this this conversation is actually a continuation of a conversation that we talked about last week. Ah. Um, last week, we laid the foundation for the voice of God, why it's so important, why it's real, um, those reasons being that we're sheep. If we're sheep, we got to be able to hear the shepherd. Uh, and we're friends. Jesus is our friend. And if Jesus is our friend, he's going to talk to us. That's kind of a normal thing that friends do. Um, if you haven't listened to that, please go back and listen to it, because it's uh, it's really just going to be setting the basis about everything uh, that we talk about here. And if you just listen to this and you're like, uh, is this real? Does this really make sense? Go back and listen to the other one. That's where we really laid the foundation for it. Talk about how it's just all throughout scripture, how, how Jesus wants to talk to us. And now today... We're diving a little deeper into that, giving you, really, we, we want to give you some of these guiding principles to kind of guide the way that you talk to the Lord, the way that you receive words from the Lord, the way that you hear His voice. So we want to, we want, we just want to free you up to, to show you a little bit more clearly of what this looks like in your life, and we also want to tell you about just how you can do it, how you can get started doing it, um, how you can receive clarity on what you've what you feel like you're hearing and all those things so it's gonna be a really really important conversation uh and ben's ready to teach it so we are going to be blessed so ben take us through some of these principles that are so important to have in mind when we're talking about hearing the voice of god yeah you know we we continue we started the conversation last week and just talking some about how we are sheep and we are god's friend and mm-hmm. so because of that he he wants to speak to us just like you said and I want to start off with with principle one number one is adding on to that a little bit, and that's that hearing from the Lord is innate mm-hmm. all right so it's not something that's out there it's not something you have to reach for or grasp for or even something you do it's someone that you are yes uh, and and it's hardwired. It's it's a mm. part of us. It's a part of, of who we are. We're born into it when we receive Jesus Christ as our Lord and Savior. We yeah. talked about last week how when Jesus went to go to be with the Father, he sent the Holy Spirit. And the Spirit said, I'm not going to speak on my own. I'm only going to speak what the Father is saying. So mm. if you are walking with Jesus, if you received him as the Lord, your Lord and Savior, the Spirit of God lives in you. And so it's innate. Yep. And that is what makes us unique from any other part of God's creation, right? right? Mm -hmm. So the reason that we can hear from the Lord is because we're created in the image of a hearing and speaking God, Mm. right? Why would God create you with the ability to hear from him and then not speak to you? That would be baloney, all right? Mm -hmm. The Greek of that would be balagna, all right? So, (laughs) and we don't go for the balagna, all right? So it's innate. Um, I I saw a a story one time of a guy who was on Animal Planet. You watch any Animal Planet in your free time? Of course, yeah. Okay. That's that's how I fall asleep. Wow. No, Uh, it's not. Okay. (laughs) Um, So, uh, and and I was watching this guy. It was a YouTube video, Mm -hmm. and he was claiming to have deciphered that he could communicate with whales. Oh, wow. And so he had the headphones on and you had the, you know, all yeah, the, yeah. The, the noises that whales make. Uh-huh. And he was translating for the audience. Mm. 
This is what the whale is saying, all right? <laughs> I think he had some bologna. He had a little yeah, too a little much bit going yeah, bologna <laughs> going on in his, in his mind, okay? So, um, yes, animals probably do have a level of communication, mm-hmm. right? But they're not created in the image of God. Yep. They're created by God, mm-hmm. but not in his image. You and I are created in his image, Mm -hmm. and his very image as a creator is that he speaks. And so therefore, God wants to speak to us. So it's it's innate, you know, and all throughout scripture, we see that God is a speaking God. I mean, Mm -hmm. you can, Old Testament, New Testament, uh, we could spend three hours talking about so many different verses. Mm -hmm. Um, You know, even in Genesis 1, the very, very beginning you get this long list of things where it says, God said, let there be light. Mm-hmm. God said, let water enter into the world. Yeah. God said, let animals be created. Let vegetation fill the world. And then God said, I'm going to create humans in my own image. Yeah. So God is a is a hearing and speaking God. It's innate. It's hardwired. It's a part of us. Yes. Yes. And when you say like, when you say it's innate and you say it's hardwired, a lot of that, uh, that kind of sounds like a, a, language that assumes that we're kind of just all the same we're kind of just all made with this stuff kind of the uh the assembly line kind of approach where god (laughs) we were coming by and god like put this part in there all of us and we're all made the same but of course we know that's not true right we know how uniquely we're made Mm. how wonderfully we're made and just how differently we're it's all part of our hardwiring but we're all hardwired so differently um which brings us to the second point that god god's voice is innate to us but it's also it also comes to us uniquely. That's right. right. Mm-hmm. Yes. God's voice is innate, but it's also unique. Mm-hmm. And man, I hope this one, this idea, it just sets everybody free to yeah. go, I, Jordan, I don't have to hear God the same way you hear from the Lord, mm-hmm. and you don't have to hear from the Lord the same way I hear from the Lord. Yeah. We are each unique. And the reason I know that is because of Luke twelve seven. It says, indeed, the very hairs of your head are all numbered. Mm. Don't be afraid. You are worth more than many sparrows. So wouldn't it make sense if you and I each have these little, literally thousands of hairs on our head Mm -hmm. that are numbered by God that are unique, that he would speak to us in different ways, right? In Mm -hmm. unique ways, uh, individually that would be for us. Mm -hmm. And that's what makes God personal. That's what makes us not robots, but those who have a, a personal relationship with him, right? Yeah. So it looks different for different people. And we see this all throughout scripture. I'm, I'm just going to provide two simple examples for you, mm-hmm. um, though this does not cover the myriad of ways God speaks to us. Um, in Exodus 3.2, we see God speaks in power to Moses. It right. says, there the angel of the Lord appeared to him in flames of fire mm-hmm. from within a bush. Moses saw that though the bush was on fire, it did not burn up. So there's Moses, and he's having this power encounter with God. Mm -hmm. And the the bush is burning, and he speaks to him, and it's a very powerful moment. But then we get verses like 1 Kings 19.12, which says, After the earthquake came a fire, but the Lord was not in the fire. He was in the fire for Moses, but in this verse, he wasn't in the fire. Mm -hmm. It says, And after the fire came a gentle whisper. Wow. And so God speaks in power. God speaks through a gentle whisper. 
and everything that you could put in between those mm-hmm. two different, you know, kind of ends of the spectrum. Totally. Uh, God is speaking uniquely to us. Mm-hmm. I uh, recently heard of a great book um, called 101 Ways That God Speaks. Uh, by a woman named Sandy Warner. And you might even, if you're listening to this, pick up a, a copy of that book. Mm-hmm. And uh, what I love about it is that it doesn't lock in God to saying, God, you have to speak in this way. Right. you know. But it, it really sets us free. And uh, you know, a couple of different things that she mentioned specifically in the book, mm-hmm. uh, one thing she says, God speaks through the Bible. Right. Um, Kit, that's true. It's very true. It's, it's just simply true. Yes. <laughs> that is that is so true. Right. And, you know, it's through the headings in the Bible. It's the different cross-references in the Bible. Mm-hmm. It's when we're studying the Bible. Mm-hmm. Um, Jordan, I can't tell you the number of times that I've been in my quiet time with the Lord in the morning, mm-hmm. and I'm going through a passage of Scripture, or I'm, I'm reading a chapter, and I just come across something, and I'm like, I needed that. Yep. I needed that for today. Mm-hmm. I need that for the future. I needed that for something in my past. I needed that. Yeah. And that is God speaking yeah. through his word. Yeah. And, you know, sometimes I think we think it's got to be this thundering voice and the clouds totally. parting. And can I just say, God has spoken through 66 authors mm-hmm. over the course of 1900 years to bring us this incredible book called the Bible. Yeah that is full of things that yes. he's speaking to us. So, yeah. And if I can, even in there, it's all unique ways, you know, because like, yes. you, can, you know, you're reading and you get a verse and you're like, oh, God is so clearly saying this to me. Mm. But someone else reads that verse and God's saying something totally different, speaking to their situation wow. through the same scripture. So even, even in the Bible, it's unique to all of us. Yes, mm-hmm. that's so good. Uh, second thing that Sandy Warner in this book uh, she talks about is that God speaks through our lives. Mm-hmm. Uh, so through ordinary events, um, mm-hmm. can I just say I think a lot of following God is not about the extraordinary, but it's the mundane, totally. right? It, it's mm-hmm. the day to day where you know something comes up and we notice, oh that that's a God moment, you know that's a yeah. that's a God wink, <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know kind of deal. Uh-huh. Um, funny moments um, we don't follow a God who is just angry all the time, (laughs) you know, like he wants to, he wants to bring joy and laughter, uh, into our worlds. Uh, maybe being outside, being in nature, being in creation. Uh, Charlotte and I recently went to Tyler and, uh, we got a a long hike in the piney woods and I just, it wasn't like I felt like God was saying all of these things to me, but as I was just literally walking around and examining the trees and the birds and the, and I'm a little bit of a feeler nature guy. So, you know, but I was like, God, you're speaking through this. Like Mm -hmm. you're showing me how big you are, how grand you are, how magnificent you are. Um, Mm -hmm. You might also say, and this is the one that we don't always like, God speaks through trials. God speaks through events in our lives that are hard painful things that we go through, maybe a a season of of suffering. Mm -hmm. Uh, I've heard it said before that the calling on your life may actually be the circumstances that contradict it. Mm. And, you know, uh, (laughs) it's true. And But I Mm -hmm. also want to say God has never brought me into a trial and not brought some good from it. So true. Um, He's usually in those moments trying to build into who I am. I remember um, about four years back, I, for whatever reason, just 
honestly felt like I was just kind of struggling with some sadness and some depression. And, uh, you know, I was like, Lord, what do I do? Kind of, how do I, how do I lift myself out of it? How do I pick myself up out? Yeah. And I remember just praying one day and I felt like the Lord said, Ben, I'm with you. I'm close. I'm right here. Mm. And he reminded me of the passage in Psalm 23 where David says, even though I walk through the valley of the shadow of death, Mm. I will fear no evil for you are with me. The place that God was meeting David was in the valley. It Mm. was there that David felt like he was hearing from the Lord. And I'm thankful that God didn't just rip me right up out of that place. He could have, and he does that. Uh And but in my particular situation, that didn't happen. Wow. But now, Jordan, I have so much more compassion for people who struggle in that way. Yeah. And God was speaking through my circumstance, and he was building into who I am. So he speaks through our lives. He speaks through the things, the joys, the high moments, and the low moments. Yes. No, it's so true. Some other ways, I, I feel like God uh, speaks. I've seen him speak through, like, even even our own words, sometimes he speaks, uh, like what we speak or what we teach, or even like what we pray sometimes. Or yeah. I, I just know there's sometimes where uh, maybe I'm like trying to comfort someone, or I'm I'm giving advice to someone, and then I say something that is like uh, oddly wise for me to say, uh, or like oddly uh, yeah. godly, you know. And I'm like, I, you know, it comes out, and I realize you know what, I'm not sure that was uh, from me. I didn't know I knew that. Wow. You know, I didn't uh, I didn't know I had that advice to give. And I walk away and I'm even like, I might, that might have actually been for, <laughs> for me, me. <laughs> that, that, that I said that. I think that might actually be God speaking to me and not to that other person. Uh, <laughs> totally. So like, uh, even, even what we own, what we think, you know, even our own thoughts. I think one of the main ways that God speaks is through those like recurring thoughts that just keep popping back up. Yes. You know, God just keeps highlighting a verse that you read a couple weeks ago, and it's just stuck with you, or uh, a message you heard, or just a, an aspect of His character that just comes keeps coming to mind. Uh, those things are not just coincidence. Yeah, um, because they are recurring. It's also easy to think that's me. Like I'm just really dwelling mm-hmm. on that. Uh, but no, God loves to remind us of the things that we're learning and uh, bring them back to attention. Uh, and those are just things that we always we always want to lean into, you know, totally. we don't want to, um, disregard them, walk away from them because those things that God keeps bringing up, keeps showing us, those are usually the, the invitations that he's putting before us for, uh, character development yep. and, uh, and, uh, growth and, and action and all, you know, these huge things that we, we certainly don't want to miss out when God is inviting us into them. Uh, so in our thoughts. That's so good. I've heard it said before that what seems like the enemy knocking on your door to destroy you could actually be God knocking on your door to develop you. Yeah. Yes. That's good. And then he speaks also through others. You know, we, we see this all the time. And uh, a lot of times that is the supernatural, you know, you receive a word from God, go share it with someone. But I think also it happens so often just naturally that God speaks. You know, it, it's it's the prophetic but it's also just the wise counsel where you go and seek the advice of someone else. Uh, it's encouragement, you know, it's, it's people telling you what you're good at. It's God ordaining words from other people to be spoken into your life yes. for encouragement, for building up. And another reason, just something to throw in here uh, that we talk about a lot here at Antioch is it's always just so much better when we hear God together, when yes. we hear him corporately, when, we, when we're uh, together seeking God, 
for for words for for decision making for for paths that we should go down to have trusted brothers and sisters around us praying seeking god seeking his counsel that's where the, a lot of times he moves most powerfully right uh, that's where he really wants to speak is when his people are together seeking him yes it's so important you've you've had fun experiences of god speaking through other people right yeah absolutely yeah the the counsel piece has always been a big big deal to me you know it, it talks about in scripture that with an abundance of counselors you're kept safe mm-hmm. And I think that's good. You know, we, we want to pull other people in when we're making big decisions and we're discerning, you know, what is God saying for me in blank, whatever that may be. Mm-hmm. Uh, I remember back in college, I had wrapped up my master's degree and I felt like the Lord was calling me to do my doctorate. Mm-hmm. And so there was just one university down in Belton, Texas, UMHB, that um, I went and visited and I was like, this is the school. I'm going to apply here. I'm going to get in here. This is the one. Well, I did all the research, I did the application, and I wasn't hearing back from them. Mm-hmm. And so I went to a mentor at my uh, at the time named mm-hmm. Jimmy, and I asked him, I said, Jimmy, uh, w- what's going on here? Like, why am I not getting any response? And mm-hmm. he said, well, Ben, how many schools have you applied to? And I said, one, you know, th- this is where <laughs> I'm supposed to go. Yeah. And he said, Ben, you might apply to some more schools so you give God options. Yeah. And I like that. And so I applied to a bunch of other schools, and one of the other schools that I applied to was TCU mm-hmm. that I ended up getting into and just wrapped up my doctorate about a year ago. Yeah. Um, and I say that to say that was God speaking right. through Jimmy. It's not just Jimmy. It wasn't just mm-hmm. Jimmy. It was it was something that the Holy Spirit was dropping in Jimmy that I needed to hear at that time. So God speaks through counselors and advisors uh, in our lives. And then, yeah. you know, the last one I would say here is through that still small voice of the Holy Spirit. Mm-hmm. It's those gentle nudges, you know, that God's dropping thoughts in our mind. Hey, if he created our brain, he can probably speak through our thoughts, right? And our thinking. And, Mm -hmm. uh, you know, God's never going to say anything that's going to contradict his character or his word. And that's a good filter that you can use in general when thinking about, hey, is this from the Lord? Is this... Is this not? Is this the world? Is this the enemy? Yeah, yeah. Uh, using that filter. Yes, that's so good. All this to say, it looks different. It looks different. All seasons of life, it can look different. Uh, from person to person, it's going to look different, uh, which is good because that just shows how personal of a God we serve. That He's not just sending out the same message to everyone. He's talking to us personally. So yes, the voice of God. Hearing the voice of God is innate. It's unique to all of us. What's that third principle you got for us, Ben? Yes, so it is learned. So it's innate, it's unique, and it is learned. Mm -hmm. So children are born with the ability to communicate, but they need to be taught the alphabet, grammar, how to make sounds. Mm -hmm. They learn through someone else teaching them. I was hanging out with my nephew this past weekend who's one, and (laughs) he was trying to say, I was like, say Uncle Ben, say Uncle Ben, and it was, you know, (laughs) it, it just... He's not there yet, all yeah, right? Yeah. He needs a little more time. He needs to be taught, okay? Mm-hmm. Uh, for those students, um, you know, you need to learn how to write a high-quality research paper, mm-hmm. all right? Most of us are not clear on how to do that when we come out of the womb, right. all right? We had professors along the way who taught us, gave us principles about how to conduct research, how to create an outline, mm-hmm. how to sustain an argument. I, I know I'm probably bringing up uh, <laughs> that assignment that some yeah. of our students have right Right now, mm-hmm. uh, and then how to write a closing. Okay, we we've been taught. Uh, another way this applies, I think, is in prayer. 
Um, can I just say, hearing from God, I learned uh, in college, is the second half of prayer. All right. Many yeah. times we pray in the morning, but all we're doing is giving God a to-do list. Right. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but it's like talking on the phone with a friend for 10 minutes, but you never have the chance to actually say anything in return. Mm-hmm. Right. So prayer is intended to be a two-way conversation. So I say all these things to say hearing God is not dependent on knowledge or ability. It's dependent on being taught. Mm. And if we want to be learners and we want to be taught, then we should pay attention to verses like Genesis 18.22, where it says, The men turned away and went towards Sodom, but Abraham remained standing before the Lord. So this one verse, I think, captures so much for us. If we want to really apply this idea of, of hearing from the Lord, basically there's all these men gathered. A lot of them walked away but Abraham stayed close. Mm. So if you want to learn to hear from the Lord, here's two practicals. Stop what you're doing Mm -hmm. and draw near. Yep. Stop what you're doing and draw near. Mm -hmm. And the more time you spend with Jesus and the more time you you spend in his word, the more that you will learn to recognize his voice. Yes. Jordan, when you and I met about five years ago, you were at TCU. You were probably refing an intramural game yeah, that I may or may not have been in. Yeah. <laughs> yes, yes. But, uh, you know, I, I didn't know your voice. Right. But now, if you go and stand outside of the store right now and you call my name and you say, Ben, Ben, mm-hmm. I'm going to know your voice. Yeah. Because I've recorded podcasts. Because <laughs> <laughs> I've recorded guy. No. Uh, We've spent time together. Right. We've developed a relationship with one another. We know one another yeah. pretty well. Mm-hmm. It's the same way with God. The more time we spend with him, the more that we learn to discern his voice. Yes. So it's learned. Good. Yes, it is learned. Which means, like, you got to practice it. Right. Yes. You got to practice it over and over again. You know, God's God's going to show up, but it doesn't mean it's going to be like the very first time that you quiet down and and go into the, the secret place and just try to listen. You know, it, it, it's going to take um, development of that skill, but uh, we can all get there. Uh, it's not only for the super spiritual. One more guiding principle. So we, we talk about how it's learned, it's unique, it's innate, and then also it's mature. Ben, what, what do you mean when you say that uh, hearing the voice of God is mature? Well, you know, the reason I want to talk about this idea of maturity is, you know, I don't think everything we feel like we're hearing from the Lord is intended uh, to be shared with other people mm. um, within itself. So we'll unpack that a little bit more in next week's podcast when we talk about one spiritual gift in particular yeah. called prophecy. Mm-hmm. Uh, but, you know, like I said earlier, God's never going to say anything that's going to contradict his word or his character. Uh, you know, back to our example about about children, uh, children need to mature in their communication skills in mm-hmm. order to be able to communicate, right. okay? As a child, you know that you shouldn't ask, Grandma, how old are you? Yeah. All right. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know, <laughs> y- y- that's probably not the best idea. Yes. Uh, mm-hmm. So uh, I, I saw these uh, in a book recently by a guy named Dallas Willard. He, he wrote a great book called Hearing God, and he unpacked for us a few immature philosophies when it comes to hearing from the Lord. Mm. And I uh, hope you have fun with these. The, yeah. the first one is the message a minute 
philosophy. Yes. All right? Uh-huh. Uh, and this philosophy, people will tell you they hear from Jesus like 300 times a day. Right. All right? <laughs> like walking into Subway and you ask the Lord what, if it should be meatball or Italian herbs and cheese. Yeah. Uh, well, that's that's a bread. <laughs> Never mind. Meatball or cold cut. There you go. You know? There you go. Uh, and, you know, or like, God, how much salt? Should I add to the French fries? Right. You know? Um, and I, I bring that up just to make the point. Do you want Jesus to have to tell you to do everything that you do? Right. Probably not. All right. Mm-hmm. That that wouldn't be fellowship. That would be more like control. You yes. know? Mm-hmm. Um, so yes, God wants to give us instruction, but it may not be through the message a minute yep. philosophy. All That's right. <laughs> uh, so number two, the point in hope philosophy. All right. This is this is I just admit. We've all done it. Ben. We've all done Don't it. Be <laughs> Don't be ashamed. We've yeah. all tried this one. Yes, I, I did this one in college. The point in hope philosophy. Uh, this is where you open your Bible, you close your eyes, you point to a spot, and you just hope that it's not Song of Solomon, all right, <laughs> that you have that you have opened up to, yes. that uh-huh. her neck is like an ivory tower, you know? <laughs> uh, that must be from God, okay? Uh, uh, I'm not saying that God can't do that, right, all right? Of course. The, you can ask the Lord about what to read and, and where to read and, mm-hmm. you know, in your devotional time. That's not hard for God. Um, I just don't know that that would be the primary way right. that I would go about hearing from Jesus. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, and then the last one here is the whatever will be, will be uh, philosophy, okay? Whatever I choose, that must just be Jesus's will for me, mm-hmm. all right? The only problem with that philosophy is that your choice is not always God's desire for your life. Yeah, right? yeah, that's true. I mean, just imagine if you were trying to take every single thing as a, as a word from God, uh. I don't know if you'd ever like get out of your bedroom because like the first, the first thing you see on the floor, you're like noticing it. And then you have to fall on your knees and pray, ask yes. God, what does that, what does that mean? What does it mean that my book fell off my desk just now? Do you need me to yes. read something? Uh, probably not, you know, yes. it might've just happened and you can continue with through that. Yes. Um, so we we want to be mature mature at this, um, and so in order to get there, we want to give mm. you guys a few practicals that you guys can uh, take take to your uh, bedrooms, take to your prayer closets, wherever you uh, wherever you want to practice these things uh, and learn to discern the voice of God over your life. Um, so we got a few of those. Ben, take us take us through a couple of them. Yeah, that's great. Uh, number one here, real simple. Uh, jump into the Word. memorize scripture Mm -hmm. you know i've always felt like the more of the word that i get in me Mm -hmm. it's like there's just more for god to work with you know and and lots of times when i'm asking the lord to speak to me it's a bible verse you know that he'll he'll bring back to my mind so Mm -hmm. i i just want to encourage everybody you know dive into the word of god and you know if you're seeking more of, of the lord speaking to you start with scripture and lay that as the foundation that's going to free you up to be able to go Oh, I think that's God saying because God's speaking to me because that's affirming the word and that's affirming his character. Or I don't really think that's from the Lord, you know. Mm -hmm. Uh, So memorizing scripture. The the second one, and this is huge. I talked about this that prayer is intended to be a two-way conversation, Mm -hmm. journaling. I just want to encourage you, if you do not have a journal, 
grab a journal. Go to Mardell's. You don't have to go to Mardell's. Uh, <laughs> so spiritual. <laughs> the- they only you can only get journaling uh, journaling equipment from Mardell's. Yes. Target won't cut it. No. Walmart can't do it. Only Mardell's. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> um, <laughs> not true. Uh, so uh, grab a journal. And man, this was huge for me, Jordan. Uh, when when I started doing this in my quiet time with the Lord, set aside five minutes at the end of your time with God. And just ask him, is there anything, Lord, that you want to say to me today? Mm-hmm. And just pause and see what the Lord might bring to your mind. See what he might speak to you about your day. I mean, mm-hmm. I, I can't tell you the number of times God drops a word or he drops a verse. And then later on in the afternoon, a circumstance comes up or a situation happens. And I'm like, ah, that's what I needed that for. Yeah. And and write down what you feel like the Lord is is speaking to you. Journaling is such a good way to to learn this rhythm of speaking to God, but also hearing from God. Yes. Man, I love that. Couple other practicals. So in the discipleship school we had a uh, a teacher come in and really showing us what it, what it means to, to hear the voice of God. And he uh, talks about that question that I think we all have all the time is like was that thought from me? Was that my voice or yeah. was that God's voice? Yeah. And he put it this way where he called it, uh, he called it a familiarity problem where hmm. uh, we're not, that what that roots from is us not being familiar enough with what God's voice sounds like. Wow. And he talks about, you know, if he was there and he had his eyes closed and uh, his mom walked in and said hi to him, he's going to know that voice, right? He's That voice, boom, oh, that's my mom. You know, no, no doubt in his mind that that's yes. who that is. Uh, and it's the same thing with God, right? It's, it, it comes through practice and, and, you know, it, it comes through uh, discernment. And uh, like you said, I think that really comes from uh, being in scripture. Mm. That's where you can have, you have no doubt that that's God's voice. Those yes. words are God breathed. Mm-hmm. There's no debate over that. Mm-hmm. Um, and the more we ha- of that we have in us, the more we hear his voice through, uh, through the word, the more we will hear it in our uh, normal days, right? Mm-hmm. Um, so one very practical way uh, that I think this kind of plays out that we can practice this is something that we uh, recently named the three-minute drill. And I think... Very recently. I, very recently, like right before we hit record. And uh, <laughs> I love that name, but it's so it's so important. Like um, something I do just even before I get out of my car to go to work mm. or uh, get out my car to go have coffee with someone, just spend three minutes, start a timer even like it's just be silent. You just want to sit there, close your eyes, be silent and ask God, is there anything uh, that you want to speak? You know, or uh, God just work in me, center all this stuff going in on me, center it on you so I can focus on you. Yes. Um, Give me a word. What do you want me to, who do you want me to be when I go into this place? What do you want me Mm. to say? Mm. Uh, What, how can I encourage someone? Mm. Just all these things. It takes three minutes. Um, You'd be surprised, especially as we, as you become more and more familiar with God's voice. A lot of times it's like, before you finish the question, he's already, God's got something. He has the answer for it. And I think from there, it, what it really all comes down to is like the space. You know, you really just have to give God the space to speak. And man, I'll say it. AirPods have made it so much harder to do this when you can just throw your AirPods in totally. and have like uh, a sermon going even like even good things, you know, uh, worship music, anything like that. Wow. Uh, or for me, it's usually like sports radio, uh, yeah. get in the car and like 
sports radios on or I'm walking somewhere, sports radios in my ear. Uh, it just eliminates the silence. Mm. And with all that clutter, mm. of course, it's going to be hard to hear God, mm. uh, especially if it's a still small voice like Elijah. You know, you're not going to be able to hear that over uh, sports debate or over <laughs> even over worship music, even over a sermon. Um, you just got to be silent. It's all about practicing that spiritual discipline of silence. Amen. Amen. Well, I hope you guys can feel just kind of the the passion that uh, I have and that Ben has for this topic. Uh, we just we love that God is a God who speaks. We love that God is a God who leads us personally. Uh, he's not silent. He's just yes. not silent. So thank you guys for listening. Next week, like I said, we're we're doing this t- this series of conversations about spiritual gifts, the mm-hmm. gifts of the Holy Spirit, and we are going to be starting those out next time with a discussion on the spiritual gift of prophecy. Awesome. Uh, it is singled out by Paul as a as a gift that we should earnestly desire. Yep. Uh, and we want to kind of uncover why that is, how it uh, blesses us, how it edifies the church, Come on. Um, just how to, how to go about it, how to grow in that gift. It's so important. It's going to be so much fun. So I really, really encourage you guys to come back and listen to those. But uh, that's all we have for this week. Thank you guys for listening. Hope you guys have some tools that you can go and use to uh, really encounter God in fresh ways. Uh, love you guys. We'll see you next week. <laughs>